Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Lights, Camera, Rant. And for this very particular episode, which we are currently streaming live on Twitch, I have my wonderful guest from the Cobra Boys, Kali. Close. Cole, God damn it. We rehearsed this twice. I know. It's all good. Don't worry. Um, thank, you, but thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm so excited. I'm a huge fan. And we're going to talk about She-Hulk. So I'm yes, excited. Oh, I'm glad you're excited. I'm excited too. We've been talking about this for the past probably about a month and a bit, trying to organize this. Um, and obviously the God time difference. Time zones. <laughs> yeah, time zones. Oh. so annoying. I know. I've got a time zone app on my phone now. So every time so to try and organize the time for everybody, um, because majority of all my guests are international, <laughs> all nearly all of them. <laughs> um, so before we get further into this episode, please tell us about your podcast. Tell us about your show. You can plug in as much as you want. And at the very bottom, tell us where we can find it. So... We have a podcast and a YouTube channel and all that fun stuff. Uh, it's literally everywhere. Um, if you just type in Comic Boys, no spaces on, on the internet, you'll get it. Like a whole everything. And we basically have, we talk about everything. We talk about superheroes. We talk about movies. We actually done a bunch of cool interviews with some Canadians in the film industry. It's in, the, cool. in our series called Hollywood in Canada. Which if you type that in, you also get links to everything that we do. So... We have all of that, um, and yeah, it's a lot of work to book guests, but it's always oh. worth it. And I definitely recommend you subscribe to not only this channel, but also mine. Don't worry, I've subscribed. I subscribed on all of your channels. I appreciate that. Right. I subscribed <laughs> to you on all your channels. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Um, again, just sorry. Um, and again, the easiest way to find everything for us is just. Oh, follows on social media at comic boys underscore um we literally have every then you'll be able to find everything easily without any problems so highly recommend you do that do it everyone who's listening right now you will not be disappointed this man pumps out pure content it's always a pleasure listening to him and because like your podcast you started uh in march 2018 that is correct yeah yeah so you've been doing this for four years now yeah, it's initially it's a funny story. Initially started just like a way for me to just rant about things I like talking about that no one else wanted to talk to me about. And I was like, okay. And then right I here, this... right here, preach. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you know what? Hey, I should just try to grow this a little bit more. And then I actually like over the last like four months, I've actually like put effort into actually like promoting and growing and whatever. Hmm. So it started as a platform for me to let off steam. And now I'm actually like putting a little bit more focus on growth and doing oh. stuff oh, oh that's good that's good because the, that's the thing that's where a lot of this all originates where i should tell anyone the fact that you know if you if you've got a passion then this you know this will just grow it will grow and you'll put more hard work into it and it's podcasts like you you can tell it's a love your passion ever since day one 
and people can tell in your voice it's not a job. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It definitely isn't a job. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be making money. Yeah. Um, but no, but no, uh, definitely, as I said, I'll put all in the show notes. Go check out his channel. So what we're going to be doing for this episode is we're going to be looking at the news and then we're going to get dive into She-Hulk, which, holy shit. Oh, like I'm the, so excited to talk about this. I, before we get into that, all I'm going to say is I cannot have predicted how that episode was going to go. I don't think anyone who says they could is lying to you. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit you could have... Co- anyone could do it. Yeah. yeah. I th- even thought that the... that. Marvel might have shown too much with seeing the Bobbinage version of the Hulk. I was like, oh, okay. That, uh, and then I was like, and then at the end, I was like, they did an end game on us. They did an end game and they showed the promo, and it was literally none. It was literally just 10 minutes of the episode, and that's it. And, and as we'll talk about, and I don't know if you do like a spoiler warning on here or anything. Oh, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler. I have a mate who constantly tells me, he's like, oh, you didn't say spoiler warning. I'm like, no one's hunted me down yet with a pitchfork. So. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've gotten in trouble once or twice for doing spoilers, uh, for, pr- for promoting clips with spoilers without oh. doing the <laughs> I what well, I I feel I give like twenty four hours. I'm like, if you haven't watched it in twenty four hours and you get spoiled, that's your own fault. Especially if you follow accounts in which they spoil it, it is not their fault. Yeah. So, but hey, let's start into the news. Let's get into this. So the very first thing is, unfortunately, I wish I didn't have to say this. Um, R.I.P. Uh, Robbie Cole, uh, Hagrid, Hagrid from Harry Potter. Uh, 1950 to 2022, uh, rest in peace. A legend. Uh, I, I know. I, I couldn't believe when I saw that news, I couldn't believe it because we just, was it just January? We had the Harry Potter reunion special. Yeah. And he yeah, was, January. yeah. And he was saying, you know, I might be passing away, but you know, Har- uh, Hagrid will still live on in 50 years. And I'm like, well, yeah. now that this carries a little bit more weight. He's such a legend. I didn't even believe it initially. Like, I was like, this, there's no way this is a real, this is a mistake. And then it was real. And cool. I know. That's very sad. Like, I, for legends. Yeah. I. Lansbury passed away too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Murder She Wrote. And only, I think, just like. Betty White, she was only a week away from her next birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, to be honest with you, I was kind of surprised. Because how old that? Because of how old that show is, and yeah. it was—it's always on daytime TV. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's it's too legend. Badly for legends. It's yeah. Um, but no, rest my condolences to both their families, both their friends and their pets. Um, I do know that a lot of people will be having a Harry Potter binge right now and going through all that. And obviously his earlier work, uh, I'm pretty sure I think he was in Mission Impossible. I think he's in one of those. I'm not 100% sure, but I missed, I, that sounds enough, film really <laughs> enough that I'm pretty sure if you're thinking it, it's probably right. Yeah, I, I think he's in one of those. Um all six of them but yeah Hagrid I feel, feel holds a very special place for people um and 
I think a lot of people are going to feel that. But moving on, uh, we're also, fortunately for any Rick and Morty fans, uh, we've got a six-week break. We've got six. Rick and Morty just had its last episode, which is halfway through the season, and now we have to wait six weeks before the rest of the season, which I don't know why. That was a weird choice. Like, I'm not a... I'm going to be honest here. Don't watch Rick and Morty. I want to watch it. I just... I don't... I just haven't. I don't know why. But... I was sh- shocked that they were doing that. That feels like a very weird move um, on their part. But... It, it was. Uh, I don't know why. I I understand. Um, I understand why they did it for like Netflix. They would sometimes split the show half and half, but you get half this year, half the next. But we're getting right. the other half later this year. Yeah. So. Wait, how does Rick and Morty actually come out on in like the US? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I know it comes on Monday nights for Australia. Because it's a is it a K is it still a cable show in the US? It's on Adult Swim. Adult Swim in Netflix. Or is it I thought it was Hulu in the US? Uh could be. It is Hulu in the we US. We don't have Hulu here. Yeah, we don't either. Um uh, we don't have Hulu. We don't have Hulu or HBO Max. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because it it used to be a cable show, which was why that break wouldn't have made sense if you look at the cable schedule. But because it's a Hulu show, I understand now. It makes Uh, a little more sense. Because it is a streaming show, so it's like Netflix doing the same thing, right? Like, it's not strange. It's not messing up the entire cable schedule. That's, yeah, you know, just throwing a show out of whack for everything. Uh, But, yeah, we don't have HBO Max here either. Neither do we. Don't worry. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, good. So someone else feels my pain when I say, oh, now streaming on HBO Max. I'm like, cool. Means nothing to me. Yeah. And we're, we're literally next to them and we don't get it. So, you know, don't feel bad. That I don't get either. Like, you're like you're literally that close. Well, you know why? I, I don't know if you want the long technical explanation. or the What's short the short version? Um, and I'm, probably sure, I'm pretty sure it's the same for you guys. But essentially... Because way before HBO Max was a thing, they obviously had to find a way to distribute the content worldwide. So mm-hmm. what they did was they essentially sold each show as an individual property to different networks and different companies in, in every other country. Yeah. So what happens is you have these lingering contracts where essentially they are trying to figure out what to do with them. And then half the time, like especially in Canada, where the population is so small, they don't it doesn't they make so much more money from selling off these individual shows to different people than investing in the in, in the infrastructure for a streaming service to be in Canada and in and, and some other country. I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but uh, like that, that's like, what it is here. It's not a smart financial decision. And I mean, although frankly, um, it's not like they've been known for those smart financial decisions recently. Typically nah. speaking, that's not what they've been trying to do and what they've done is they made more money just keeping it all split up to different people who you basically just get the highest bidder to take the uh, show and then you just call it a day yeah oh uh, that's annoying like i like uh like uh what's the holly quinn tv show i've been meaning to catch up on that but it's only on hbo max so i have to go so i have to go onto a website to actually just watch it like it's not on any streaming platform available here in australia and does it not, cable, does it not stream on cable no nah. isn't it an adult swim thing uh 
I have to check. I, it's an Adult Swim thing, so I have to check. Um, I just wish, and then I just wish I'm like, why can't Disney just buy Warner Brothers? So all the DC stuffs on Disney Plus, they'd be so much easier. I mean, like, I mean, I think the real thing is why don't they just do? Well, again, it's it's the money thing, right? It's like yeah. they, they would they have no problem doing that if they if it wasn't so expensive and not worth it because the amount of subscriptions you get when you already have all of these other things like here we have Crave, which is in place, which has a large portion of those things already through other deals. I only learned and, about that last week from Tom from Two Sides of the Story. He's like about Crave. I'm like. I'm assuming that's another streaming service. He's like, yes. Yeah, it's a Canadian thing where it's it's basically HBO Max in, in a weird way, but it's not really because... We have the same thing. It's called Binge. It's, you get some things off HBO Max, but not the full thing. And it's like the least platform anyone uses in Australia. Yeah, so basically, I'm sure, I guarantee whoever owns that, is probably or probably has bought multiple shows but like parts of shows because these show contracts i'm not even telling they get weird and wild fast so yeah that's why everything's very confusing and no one because it's not really about user experience it's about money yeah oh it's the bomb dollar it's, the, yeah. it's all about the bomb dollar at the end of the day um but yeah that's yeah that's interesting yeah so i didn't know that at all because i just wonder I'm like why why can't it just be like every other streaming service like why do you have to make it more difficult um however but mo- I don't know. uh moving on apparently tom cruise's uh space movie is still apparently going ahead for him to be the first person to uh shoot a Hollywood blockbuster in space. A man will keep going until he dies, until he finds something that kills him when he tries to. He'll probably do it on camera too, so it's you know. Yeah, and he will still put it in his will that it must be distributed to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, you know, and he's in his goddamn sixties. That man. Yeah, I don't even know how he does it, honestly. Uh. Adrenaline. That's what happens. That's what you call an adrenaline junkie. That's that's yeah. that's see the point where it's unhealthy, frankly. Well, if you see what all the stuff he does where he's playing and stuff like that, and you just think, God, how have you not been knocked off yet? How have you not? Um, yeah, I mean, I I make I make sense of space movie going along. Like that's the one thing he's like kind of said he's wanted to do. Yeah. So I'm I'm that feels more that does feel like. And I know we say this like often, but this does that does feel like kind of the final chapter of kind of his at least his big time movie career. Ah, uh, if if he did it, if he did it, it well, if he will go and do it, it would be a milestone in his career that yeah, I think it would take a very long time for someone else to match that. Um, I do love the fact that his most highest grossing movie of all time is a sequel to another movie he's made like for him to get that high in the box sequel to his best movie no no it's not no so that's what i find interesting as well um but this next little bit of news i think we can before you go there i want to ask you a question Mm -hmm. what's your favorite tom cruise movie of all time oh it's not another mission possible okay good Uh, um uh, uh, i think is right i know he's so happy yeah so uh it's definitely rock of ages for me like his performance in that was just outstanding um 
And The Mummy, he did really well in that. That completely burned that franchise to the ground. Um, I, I I think maybe Top Gun would have to be one, or I can't think of it. There's, there's another one, but it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't think of it. So do you want to tell me? I'll tell you what mine is. Hey, what's yours? A Few Good Men. Easily, not only one of my favorite movies of all time, but obviously my favorite. That's that's what I was trying to think. That's what with um, J- Jack, uh, Nicholson Jack Nicholson and um, Kiefer Sutherland and all those. Movies. Yeah, I'm very disappointed. Yeah. John Goodman is in that. Yes, one of my favorite movies of all time. That my is, movie of all time. he's he's great in that. It's such a good movie. Um, I have to be that or Tom, oh, Top Gun is probably the one two movies yeah. that I when I think of Tom Cruise. Like that's the ones I go to. Uh, another one, um, it's not Minority Report. It's another one where he plays like it's in this collateral, collateral with. Uh, it's kind of set in the same universe as the Transporter with Jason Statham because he makes a cameo in that. Jerry Maguire is another awesome Tom Cruise movie. Yes, isn't it? I think that's the one that really bumped him straight up, isn't it? That's the one that... Yeah, that was the one with him and Renee Zellweger and um, Cuba Gooding Jr., the Show Me the Money. Yeah, but that's the one that really, like, took his career. Yeah, that was, like... Yeah, it was in it was in that kind of sequence of movies, yeah. Yeah. It's funny how you look at someone's career and you're, like, you had banger after banger after banger in, like, a space of a couple of years. And then it's just a franchise. He's a franchise guy forever. Yeah. Oh, my that's exactly- God. I completely forgot. What? I oh my god, Tropic Thunder! I know. I was looking at his filmography. And I was like, "Oh my uh, god, I completely." I didn't when I first watched that. I Cruise. I completely <laughs> forgot he was in that. He was so effing good in that. Um, I didn't realize either. Yeah. Possible one and Jerry Maguire came out in the same year. Really. Yeah, I would say I would say Jerry Maguire was older. They came out in the same year. One came out in um, May, and one came out in huh December. Huh, that's uh, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, one of my friends, uh, mark my words, uh, he was the bloke I was telling you about earlier. He said that spoilers should have a three-day minimum. If you own Twitter, there's no way, at least She-Hulk spoilers, have been like, you've avoided those. I'm sorry. Oh, no, if, no. He's, he's, I was, he... it, there were people spoiling it before I'd even watched it. I watched it like a few hours after it came out. Like I know, but he, he Mark is the lovely gentleman that is always up my ass crack telling me to make sure to... Uh, say spoiler warning, and he's the one who's like, You didn't say it. Uh, the film also came out the year after A Few Good Men, which is weird. Two Tom Cruise lawyer movies in the course of like two years. I, I've told my head, I swear I would say it's a little bit further back. I, right. they, they, like, they, I didn't even they're more spaced out. Um, the fact that Top Gun came out so much before all those other ones also kind of is weird. I know that's that's and oh and I completely forgot about risky business. I'm so, I'm so that's sorry. it. Risky business. That's yeah. yeah it was yeah, Jerry Maguire. Risky business like Top Gun. Those are the ones that really took his career straight up. Um, well, he was in the Outsiders. 
What? I yeah. didn't even know he was in the Outsiders movie. What? My brain is just being blown. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, it's all right. No, I, I did the same thing. I look at Wikipedia. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, oh, you know how, like, one theory that always gets me is the fact that, have you seen Hook? Uh, kind of. Oh, I get stretch of memory. You don't remember uh, there was a pirate that was in a ship that they put into a box and pushed it into the off the off the uh, pirate no. ship and killed. No, uh, there's a. But so, almost, I mean, I saw it in the middle of like in a like playing on cable or whatever, and I watched like oh, uh, yeah. like twenty minutes of it. And I just gave up on it. Uh, if no, there's a that's fair enough. There's in that movie. There's a pirate looks fully like a man. Uh, that uh, basically speaks up, speaks his mind, and they basically put him in a box with a scorpion and push him into the river to kill him, right? And it took me years, and I didn't even realize it, but she, it was actually a woman, and it was the woman who was uh, the chick out of 101 Dalmatians. She was also Nova Prime in um, Guns of the Galaxy, the first one. Yeah, she's go go have a look when you have a chance. Go have a look. Does not look like her at all. I was like, I was googling. I was like, what the fuck? Bullshit. But yeah, that's right there. Um, now this next bit of Wait, news. Glenn Close, I'm so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's going close. Yeah. I think this next bit of news we can both agree on is not unexpected. It's disappointing. And a lot's up in the air, which I cannot miss. Oh, yeah. I know exactly where you're going with this one. What, what do you think is? Is it all the Marvel delays? All the Marvel delays. Yeah. Blade is, Blade is in some type of shambles and so many, and it's pushed everything back. So Blade is now, you're looking at uh, September 2024, Deadpool is now November 2024. Fantastic Four is Feb 2025. Untitled Marvel movie is set for November 2025. Secret Wars is in May 2026, which makes it 1,295 days until we get Secret Wars. But who's counting? And obviously that means that eventually... um... Wait, no, never mind. No, no, what are you going to say? We said no. You said Secret Wars and not, um, not Kang Dynasty. Oh yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Kang Dynasty will be in twenty twenty four, and Secret Wars is pushed back to twenty twenty five. Yes. Wait. Yes. Yeah, so... I don't know if you have the dates in front of you. I thought Kang Dynasty was pushed to five, and Secret Wars is in six. Oh, I'd be wrong about that one. I could. Okay, you could be right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. They, they broke up. They're no longer coming on the same year now. And it was sucked. I was so excited. I I knew it was gonna crush everything in between the two movies, but like you know. I know. I was really excited that for. I'm like, oh good, we don't have to wait another year. We have to wait for another year gap. For okay, do you want two... a conspiracy theory though? Meh. Okay, this is the conspiracy. Go go go. Um, I don't think. And if you look at the history of Marvel, I think this was their plan all along. And what I mean by that is, I think the days they gave us intentionally were wrong. Now, you may be wondering, like, why would they do that? Well, think about it. They have a history of doing this exact thing. They'll, yes. They'll, they'll come up with a slate, 
And then all of a sudden, something just outside of their control will change or push something. And all of their dates will shift because something internally has changed. I think that's the same thing here. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Mm. I, I have a hunch it has something to do with Spider-Man. I don't know you, for a fact. You think Spider-Man's the, the cause of it? The last time there was a huge shift of things, it was when they made Captain America, Captain, uh, Captain America 3, Captain America Civil War. Why? Because they could put Spider-Man in it. That was the last time they made a huge, like, unprecedented shift of everything, uh, at least off the top of my head. And I would not be surprised because of their, you know, we don't know the exact state of the deal with Sony at the moment, but we know Ooh. it's very up in the air. I think there is something internally on that side of things. This is just, I have no inside knowledge on this. This is purely conspiracy theory. Um, but I do think there was something on this, the, the, the Disney side is something to do with their deal. And I think their ability to use Spider-Man. And I think that has put, caused them to change their plans a little bit. I could hundred percent see that happening because it's, to this day, I just wish Sony would give up. I'm like, just give him the rights back to Marvel. Like, you are shit at making movies. Morbius was garbage. Craven uh, the Hunter. I seen it. Don't don't watch it. Don't watch it. They they butchered it. And the after credit scene makes it even worse. I have to watch it at some point. I promise everyone I'm going to do an audio commentary on it. So I'll pl- it pl- I will listen to that too. But it's just, it's just bad. And then Craven the Hunter, he's not, he's, he's environmentally friendly. He's for animals. I'm like, no, that's, that's not the that point. For sure. You know that for sure. That's still, I think that's still the, the rumors, but. Rumor, yeah. And then Madam Web, which everything I read, I'm confused as fuck. Okay. So this is what the, my read on the plot is. And it kind of does sound cool. So essentially it's a whole bunch of different versions of Spider-Man. Um, you know, you have like Madame Web and you have like all these different ca- mm. versions of Spider-Man throughout time who are kind of all brought together to protect a baby um, Peter Parker from being killed by the spider slayers who are like basically like Spider-Man Terminators. Um, like it, it, they're basically like Termi- Terminators and they are going back and trying to kill him and these Spider-Men or Spider-Women are trying to save him. And that oh is essentially God. the plot. Which sounds very cliche, but also at the same time, did not nearly sound as bad as like you know what they could have done. That that's to remain to be seen. So far, if, the... if, exec- if executed, it, do you not agree? If, it would be awesome. If which if, is the biggest thing for them is like always if executed, but well, that that's that's the million dollar thing is if Marvel's doing it and and that they were making this, I have complete faith. But I just don't have complete faith in Sony because Morbius was, got completely shifted around. And then I heard they're making um, they're making one of Spider-Man's villains that's a wrestler into a movie. El Diablo, yeah. Yeah. Or El Morto or something. One yeah. yeah. I'm like, my biggest thing is, who asked? Who, who, who? It's Sony's going, this is a brilliant idea. We, we should make this. Like, we know the fans are going to want You know this. what's even funnier about this, though? They have a Hispanic Spider-Man character, and they decide to go with the wrestler. I know. They I have know. Spider-Man 2049, who's a Hispanic, 
character and they go with the wrestler. I know. I, that's that's the thing that frustrates why Warner Brothers or Sony don't invest into a Batman Beyond film or Spider-Man of the Future. Don't, don't even start me on that. Oh, my God. What? I need a Batman Beyond film. Thank I, you. Just, I'm tired of Batman. Thank you. Give me Batman Beyond. Like, I'm done. Like, I've been begging for this thing for ages. Like, Thank you. And to me, I feel like the thing is if you make him – because they're so far in the future, you don't have to attach it to anything. That's I mean, thing. technically, Batman Beyond does have Batman and Joker play a part in the story, but you could do that. Hey, Ben Affleck exists. People want him back so badly. Make him old Batman. He would be the perfect old Batman, a grizzly old Batman. Either him or, well, I th- I think by the time... He, the- they keep shoving into everything. Yeah. Well, I think by the time the movie eventually gets made, it probably will have to be Ben Affleck due to the age. Michael Key might be... A little bit too old, but Mark Keane would have been would have been perfect as old man Batman. And hell, give that... me Batgirl. I'll be good with Batgirl. I'll settle for. But of course, they have to get rid of pull that right under my feet. Um, so now I'm sad about that one too. Uh, I'm I'm sad about that too as well. Like I, 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 I you would have heard me if you've you listen. You heard my disarray and how much I hate Warner Brothers and and DC. I think they're just just in fucking shambles. But the thing is, I. Predict- I casting too that the leslie grace's batgirl i predicted that casting way before they announced it and i was so proud of myself and then they cast the movie and i'm angry it was my only it's the only time i've gotten anything right when i'm predicting things (laughs) i was like that's gonna be their pick and i was right and i was so proud of myself and now i'm never gonna see her and i was so excited like i'd be i was on the first one on the hype train for that i was like oh no i yeah, I, I would like. I don't get me wrong. I was like, oh, I can't wait for it to come out. When she got announced, I wasn't like that. But then when it slowly came into, Mike Keaton's going to be in it, and Brendan Fraser is going to be in it, and he's going to be a villain. I'm like, okay, okay, all right. You've got my attention more. Canadian legend too, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he he's going through like a career resurgence, if the you will. Wheel. Uh, yeah, to wail. He's standing ovation for so long. Um, but sorry, pull back, pull back. But yeah, all these delays, <laughs> Spider-Man, it would make very sense because I know that they want to push forward with making Spider-Man 4. I'm Because uh, apparently, I think I saw the rumored date, Spider-Man 4 is going to be for July 12, 2024. But I think that's really close to Thunderbolts. And I don't think a Marvel Sony would do that. Sony on their own schedule. They have a Based on the old deal, they had a two-year schedule. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was a two-year schedule, and it didn't. It was always a separate. Like the output was always considered to be a Sony output as opposed to a Marvel Studios output. So the considerations of things like distance to other movies is not really taken into that much of an effect because Marvel basically just wallet and the people behind it. Yeah, that's that's Sony true. Does all the other stuff. So. Uh, I, but Into the I, Spider-Verse was amazing. So, I mean, you know, Sony, yes. give Sony all the animation rights, let them do all the Into the Spider-Verse stuff they want. Yeah. Just give all the live action stuff back. Yes. I, 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 I will give you that. Yes. And it's like, I just want someone to go up to Sony and go, you can no longer touch live action Spider-Man. You are done. You are done. Honestly, and- you know what I would, t- if I were Disney, and I don't know if they've tried to do this, but what I would do personally, Disney has the 30 minute animated rights to Spider-Man. 
give that to Sony so they can do their Into the Spider-Verse stuff. They can kind of expand on that universe and try to see if you can squeeze out the the live-action TV rights for Spider-Man because you don't need another Spider-Man movie if you are able to just make Spider-Man like live-action Spider-Man shows instead of doing, which although I'm slightly excited for freshman year, I don't think like the show. Um, I don't think it's, like you could Sony, I think could do better with the animated stuff when you you think about the Into the Spider Verse stuff, and Marvel could really just needs the live action stuff. Yeah, I, I I fully I fully agree. I when before Spider Man No Way Home, when they told it to, or when it broke that Sony Sony was going to pull out the deal, I just thought to myself, I'm like, who the fuck is trying to break out this deal? I'm like, you've seen like you've seen what you did with. Andrew Garfield, uh, Spider-Man 2, and you think that you'll be able to make a movie that's completely detached from the previous movie and you can't name any single MCU characters and you're going to push that movie forward and you think you're going to make money? Like, it will, like you're a fucking idiot. The, well, the problem was they believed... The, 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 the real reason was Sony believed that after looking at the Spider-Man... They believed that Spider-Man Far From Home money because it you know hit a billion, whatever... They thought that money was all just because it was Spider-Man and that no matter who you did, as long as Tom Holland's Spider-Man, you would have made, made the money. And I think that they're, that's their problem that has always been that. It's, they believe, and Warner Bros. is the same problem. They believe that you just roll out a character that people know and people are willing to, are just going to pay to see it and you're going to make a billion dollars. We know this isn't true because Doctor Strange outperformed the Batman. And I love the Batman. Um, mm. But there's a reason Doctor Strange outperformed it. Because you do, it doesn't matter. Name recognition doesn't matter anymore. It's about your reputation and how much people actually want to care about your characters. Well, that's so. exactly right. I, hundred and ten percent. And look, thank God, Sony actually came to a deal because then we got Spider-Man we're Home, which is arguably now the single greatest Spider-Man movie so far. I think the I think on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, it's one of the two. It's the best live action Spider-Man movie. Is Spider-Verse still higher? Yeah. yeah, it's still higher. Which the sequels to that got delayed too. But that I'm okay with. I trust that one more because it feels like that feels like it was more of a. And honestly, again, going back to kind of the Marvel delays, I think you're in the same vein. I think it is. It'll be better for the product overall because I think Marvel knew at the time. I think everyone knew at the time. These things are too close together, especially when you look at the problems they've had with their VFX teams. Um, mm. You know, you've had the people speak out on it um i've talked to vfx people who have said kind of the same things as what they're saying in terms and it's it's more just disney's usage of vfx compared to other studios uh, mm-hmm. is why they've kind of been highlighted at the front of this but it's, it's a big problem in general um but that has been they couldn't have done it it was not feasible and they made the right decision to make sure they didn't lose quality mm. or do you think uh I, I brought this up in a previous episode is People, a lot of people complaining about, um, you know, the visual effects and everything, you know, Marvel's getting pushing too hard. Do you think with these last few shows that they've all suffered because of COVID? Because these were all shot during like the pandemic era. So do you think that suffered? I'm not saying, I'm not using it as a scapegoat, but do you think that put on extra strain? Well, it depends on what you mean by like, what, well, like, what would you define as like, the suffering of the show like do you mean in terms of the vfx or do you mean just like the overall show oh just the, just the visual effects just the cgi at least from the people i've talked to who are in the industry or whatever and 
have done some of that obviously for interviews and stuff but uh i would say no i don't think it was COVID. i think like a lot of things in society COVID showed the kind of kind of showed this thing where people kind of re, you know again like a lot of industries realized you know the amount of work and whatever but mm. i think that the real like do i think COVID was the factor in this no i think it's just the output is is it is insane like you look at what they have to do and it is kind mm. of crazy yeah uh, i especially these type of shows yeah but then again you look at the other side of the fence and you look at andor which is like pristine pristine cgi but i'm not saying but star's I'm, output is so much smaller well that's that's exactly right we only had well we've only had two shows the three technically oh sorry yeah i for some reason i keep you thinking boba fett boba fett was last year i i keep thinking it was last year it was at the very start but yeah look all those all those movies have been delayed look we look it's let's be honest we it was very ambitious for them to secure these dates but we do know that something was going to if it wasn't going to be all five of them one of them was at least going to be pushed uh i think blade all... just like gave them excuse to move things i don't think they like i don't think blade was i don't think blade was a you can move I'm, I'm, again unless again because i have no inside information unless blade was a huge part of their which it doesn't seem like it was just based on you look at the movie i don't think blade was gonna have a huge role in like a lot of these other things um, hmm. If anything, Werewolf by Night would be the only thing would have any kind of connection to. Or Moon Knight. Or Moon Knight. But I don't think it had hmm. like a big effect on things, which is why I don't think because that Blade delayed caused everything else to delay because Marvel operates in very like, kind of they operate with completely different teams on each production in a way. So it's kind hmm. of like all happening at the same time. And hmm. so I don't think like logistically i don't think blade did that i think that was more of like a, oh we have to move blade let's move everything else um yeah, yeah. that's we might as well just do it all the same time i now i know you would have you read all the news about blade which i know everyone else who's listening has already i already spoke about the blade news um i'd love to get your take on it me personally i know people saying that kevin feige stretched too thin the script was only like 90 pages there's still only like two like action scenes or something like that yes there's the guy so, who reported it, just so you know is a very biased kind of pro dc kind of guy so i would just i need to point that out like that he's not like the most credible for especially when it comes to disney i'm gonna say that's cap i've said it on my own podcast yes um, yeah. i th- i i think it yeah i think take it as, as i said i said take it as a grain of salt because on all those three points, none of that sounds like Marvel at at all. Um, I would say. So I believe there. By the way, we don't know what lackluster action means, and I think that's something people forget. Like no, they, they like it rage from the massive explosion scene in uh, J- James Bond. Uh, one of the James Bond that has that massive explosion scene to a hand to hand combat in a, in a hallway like um, Daredevil. Like, unless it could have been anything. That's such a broad term. Yeah. And also, we don't know what the, like, the movie's tone was. Like, it's very hard. Like, we don't, no one knows if it was actually, like, they say lackluster action, but they don't elaborate. And I think that was a very specific 
I do think whoever, like, I think the people who had this information did have more information. I think they chose not to um, elaborate on it for a very specific reason. I think it was more of a way to kind of scare people in general. And I think, I don't think it's fully true. I do think there was, there's some truth to it. Maybe Marvel wanted to be more action heavy and, you know, that was one of the reasons they parted ways, but I don't think that was the main factor. No, I, I, I don't think it either. I, I, I could believe if Kevin Feige is uh, maybe stretched a little bit too far, but I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, he's just a fanboy, just like us. So he's he's going to make the time one way or another. I uh, my favorite is it was an interview, which really showed he was he's such a fanboy. Just of all this was it was an interview. Someone going, oh, are we going to see X Men in the next ten years? And Kevin Feige turns around and goes. You want to wait that long? I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> and another thing, people forget he has a team. Like the, he, there are other people um, that are around him. He has other producers around him. Like he, he, people act like he is the like. Yes, he is. Does, is he the guy who kind of plots everything out? Yes, but there is a team around him who do a fantastic job mm. and are involved in all of these things. So it's not like, well, he has to be involved in every single one of these. He does obviously have the final say and a lot of these things go kind of through him because he runs it all mm. but there are it, i think it's a cap in the sense that i don't think he's being stretched too thin i think maybe they need maybe they do need to add more people to their team mm. maybe that is fairly true i think you there is a secrecy level and an expertise level which is very difficult to find um so i don't oh, think yeah. that's necessary it's like i wouldn't say that's like complete like, I don't think it's complete cap, but I think it's phrased very poorly. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, anyone new you bring on board almost has to sign a no disclosure, no, the most, like, the longest no disclosure form in any company <laughs> to sign for it. So, yeah. And, look, look, I'm not, the thing is, all these movies that got delayed, I'm, like, I'm gutted, but it's not the end of the world because they were still and so honestly, far away. And honestly, you won't even notice. Like, you won't, no. you won't notice because between then, Armor Wars still has no release date. Uh, we have so many TV shows that are not dated yet or mm. have, you know, vague fall of the whatever year. Yeah, date. fall of 2025, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, even even um, I was talking to a bloke yesterday. It was like, uh, even Guardians Galaxy, a Christmas special. There's still no day for that. And it's three months away. I mean, when did we find out the date for Werewolf by Night? Like the month before it came out yeah yeah you're right about a month before um which that was a surprising fan whoa this is cool i want more of this because i remember when i saw it got announced i was like what are they doing what's what's like what's this for and after i watched them like more please more i would yes more of this <laughs> But Marvel's the same thing over and over and over again, they told me. Yeah, I know. Someone goes, oh, it's the same plot every single time. I'm like, yes, uh, let's go watch Werewolf by Night that has nothing in common with right now currently watching She-Hulk is nearly the complete <laughs> other spectrum. Speaking of completely different from what we expected. That was a good segue. I know. I was, I was setting that one up. And nah, was, that was a good segue. I see the opening. Uh, um, so, let's get into She-Hulk right now, which, let's be honest. Holy fuck. 
Holy fuck. This just, you know, I saw so many people complaining about the show and everything. And it was really bad because I also had a mate to go. So She-Hulk comes out seven o'clock in Australia here at night. And I was at a work conven- convention That's at so night. convenient for you. I know. I had a couple of people tell you. Tell you it's probably like two or three o'clock in the morning for you guys. Yeah, I don't have. To, I can't wake up. That it's. I think it's two two a.m. Yeah, that's that's so early. I don't. I can't, uh, yeah, I don't have that ability. Uh, I I I would struggle. I'd be I'd be watching as soon as before I go to work. Um, and I was at a work convention, and I had a mate from uh, the guys from Tickets for Two message me. He's like, "Oh my god, did you watch the final?" I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> I haven't watched. I haven't watched it yet. Like shit. Um, but oh God, I know so many people who stay up for it, and then I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, I don't even look at my phone. I just go watch it, and I'm like, you can't, you can't risk it. FOMO, FOMO is a real thing. Uh, but what is your take? And what was your take on this last episode? And how? Okay, what was your take? And where would you rank it among the episodes of, for the show? Uh no, sorry, all the show, all the Disney shows. For oh. for this year. For this year. For this year. You're gonna have to refresh me what those are off the top of my head. I don't it's all the, the last three years blend together. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we got Moon Knight and we got Miss Marvel. Um I feel like there's another show I'm forgetting. I mean, I, was Moon Loki Knight. this year or was Loki this no, year? No, Loki was last year. Yeah, I have a list. I think that might be it. Technically, I mean, does Werewolf by Night count? Uh, like, do we want to add in the movie? Or? No, 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 don't need to add the movie. Just TV shows wise, because this this show, which I explained on um, previous episode, I feel like I sparked something in people, especially sparked things amongst the TikTok verse, where people were so like complaining. Woman complaining about the show, people arguing, yelling at each other, and just saying how crap the show is. And to me personally, I'm like, this is better than Miss Marvel. Okay, that's a very hot take right there. Um, but okay. Because you're a big so, Miss Marvel fan, aren't you? I am a huge Miss Marvel fan. I'm um mainly because of how close of a connection I have to her, and obviously they killed it with the casting. A Canadian who's like accurate, not like you know they didn't they didn't mess up the casting, and obviously I have a lot of a connection to that character. Hot take. Um, now I did have some issues with the show personally. Mm. Um, so first, she Hulk. Get back to She Hulk. She Hulk. So my view on the last episode is this: this might be, and I'm. I don't like doing the hyperbole thing often. This might be one of the best, like, end of episodes. I have, like, end of season episodes I've ever seen on TV. Ever. Oh, not just Marvel. Um, no, t- ever. TV. Oh. Oh, that's, oh that, is indeed a, that, that is indeed a hot take. Now, I don't count season f- series finales. This is more of, like, a... You know anything apart from like any of like end of like season one or whatever episodes or season end of season but not end of series episodes basically 
It's like mm. no series finale am I going to count with that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because um, we're all assuming he's getting a season two, so it's not really done. No, yeah, actually, I... Uh, it's getting a season two, it is. It is getting a season two? Because I don't remember, I don't remember, you yeah, know how that you... It's going to happen. I, I don't doubt that. Because there was no, at the end, there was no scene that says She-Hulk will return, was there? They don't do that for any of the, I don't think they've done that for any of the shows. They might have done it for Loki. I don't think they did it for any Didn't of they shows. do it for Moon Knight? I don't, I mean, I, they might have. This is testing my they, knowledge. <laughs> regardless, I did not, yeah. I can tell you, based on what I've heard about the numbers, there's this gang of season two. Yeah. So. Oh, it have to. It have to. I, so uh, anyway, the show because I will get distracted. And then no, I'm... no, no, no. It's all right. I'm exactly the same. I'm, I'm also curious on the Miss Marvel uh, little thing as well. Uh, to me, I think the only reason I didn't like Miss Marvel was maybe it wasn't for me. It wasn't the age thing for me. Like if I was, yeah, yeah. yeah if I was a girl a lot younger, you know, they. As inspiring person as a superhero, they would really like Miss Marvel. But obviously, if my age, that's why I liked Moon Knight and She Hulk and Werewolf by Night more. Complete, and I think that's kind of the point. Like I think people forget sometimes. Not every show is aimed towards the oh, no. same demographic. Earth... I think some people forget that sometimes they make shows that are aimed at other groups because they want to engage the maximum. Yeah, audience. they want to hit everybody. And it's like comics. Not, I don't like. I read very. Uh, I used to read a lot more comics than I do now. Very limited now. Uh, very few characters I like reading. But then I also understand not every comic is written for me and what I like to read. So you know. Uh, real quick, Earth eight nine four. It will be Devin. He just said yes. Moon Knight did not have Moon Knight Returns. So I was yeah. So I didn't. I I don't want. I just really want Moon Knight to come back. And Isaac recently teased a little bit some kind of convention he was at recently about the season two they're, and what they're filming it already. It's in the it's in pro- progress. What? Really? Uh, either they're doing pre production or they it's in some level of production. I I would say pre. I'd say pre. It might be pre. I, they they might be doing location scouting. They be but they are definitely it is happening. Yeah, um, it has this Marvel to. season two was just recently greenlit. Um, which is I'll, still, because, I'll, you know, I'll still watch it. I know. <laughs> hey, that's the one thing. No matter what it is, I'm still going to watch it. So it doesn't matter. That's right. All right. Let's, let's pull okay, back to the show. Um, so as this episode starts, it starts with the fact that real uh, Jen, um, I, We'll pull back. I love the opening. I love the homage to the original show. And not the Incredible Hulk, the Savage She-Hulk. They did that fantastic. Yeah. That was so good. And then... Nothing to say, but yeah, that's... After that, I was like, oh, this episode is off to a great start. This is different. This is going to be good. Um, And obviously, as the episode starts, we get into... Again, into the fact that she's reeling with everything that happened in the previous episode. She's been fired because she hulked out. It's only the second time we've actually seen her fully hulk out and be savage. Um, and the fact that she's been fired from her job because now she can't turn into She-Hulk. 
because now she has an inhibitor or um, what's the name on her leg as a plea deal that she can't turn into the Hulk anymore. I think the leaving the job would have also been part of the plea deal. I don't, they never obviously say any of this, but I'm just assuming. Mm. I think she was fired because of the incident, not because she can't turn into Hulk. Mm. I mean, no, it Anyways, could have could, been. It's yeah, it could have so. been. Um, and then obviously we get into her trying to figure out who did all this, who's intelligence, uh, intelligence, yeah, intelligence, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then she goes to go see uh, Abomination. She goes to go see him, uh, ignore my dog. <laughs> uh, she goes to go see him and see how everything he's doing, and as well as Jen's friends also hunting down to find out who is the leader, who is King Hulk. Hulking, uh, one, one, one or two. Uh, this all leads to back to uh, Abomination's farm or retreat, which leads to a big action set, which halfway through completely just went, flipped it on its side and completely changed the game for every Disney Plus show right there, right then. Yeah, so um, I'm not even joking. I had my finger. I'm. This is not even a joke. I had my finger on the home button on the like the, because the, I watched watching it on Apple TV. I had my finger on the home button. I'm not even joking. I was like, okay, this is get. I need to just take a second to process this. I was going to just stop it so I could just you know kind of just process it a little bit, and then it jumps because I was like, okay, this is what it's gonna be. I just need a second, you know, I just need to like, you know, kind of collect my thoughts. And then they do, then they, then she just stops. She goes, she's like, and then you see, it goes to the homepage. And I'm like, never mind. And I put the remote down. I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. I, oh, I, I was not expecting, for a split second, I thought something plus. And I was like, oh, wait, no, this is, this is still the show. Um, cause as we as we spoke before beforehand, I did think that Marvel may have showed too much with with the promo because you saw Abomination versus Hulk again, um, which we found out was only for like two seconds, and that was it. I wish and then, more of that personally. But... You want to you want to see another big rematch? I, I wanted like a like I understand like I would have been fine, but I would have originally gave us like fifteen more seconds of like that fight before yeah. they went to the whole second half thing. I it would well. I wanted to know why. Well, Robination was saving Jen, but he didn't say he. Well, he was just trying to do the nice thing. But then Todd, Todd was the bad guy. The whole Todd and that whole masculinity scene of it just as well. Like Todd was the big bad um, for it, and sense. so many other people called it. So many people thought, yeah, Todd's going to be the bad guy. Todd's going to be the one that, because, uh, ooh, like, he had the Wakandan spear. He tried to make, he was trying to go on a date with her. That whole Hulk scene was a bit weird when he was transforming. And I just love the fact that Jen stopped it all. And we get her at the Disney Plus scene. She breaks, she, and all those scenes where she's in the real world, that's actually all the full studio that's legit. And she goes into the writer's room. I feel like her CGI in the real world was, I didn't find that jarring at all. I thought so that fit. Funny, 
funny thing though before you kind of go into that one just a little bit to kind of backtrack a little bit i want to mention two things yeah one, it's all right so when i initially when i was watching i was texting someone while i was watching it and you're one of those people I, <laughs> no i was just texting because i was like that's all right they wanted to know what i thought and so i was just texting them like while i was kind of just running through thoughts because then i also go back sometimes to my messages where i'm kind of coming up with my reviews and i'm stuck i'm kind of kind of build my reviews through like what i've said to people while i'm watching it mm -hmm. um so i was watching i was texting i was like because when she goes back home right she goes to her parents house and she goes to her old room and mm -hmm. I'm and so the nerd in me, when I see the Legally Blonde poster and then the Aaron Brockovich poster, I, I'm like, oh my God, this might be my favorite episode of Marvel TV ever. And then, and like, this is, you know how early on in the episode this is. And I'm like, I'm so hyped at this point. And then obviously it gets so much better. And it's, I mean, I just love this. And then the second thing, Marvel is so sly and it's beautiful and genius. They promoted, so they, the, the way they promoted um assembled is is genius like that was the because they she jumps into assembled which is yeah. the make the making of the show right i don't know if you've watched any of them yeah um I, so you, yeah i watch all of that okay i i wasn't sure because some people actually don't watch it and i, I was surprised but um yeah, because the way they promote that, because a lot of people don't know what that is. And I thought that was really clever of them to kind of, you know, subtly promote That's the that. one she goes into, yeah. Yeah, to get into the real world, because that's obviously the making of the show, which makes sense why it's in the real world. Mm. So I think that was so subtle and sly of them, and I love it so much. They did that um, good. They did that really. Oh, I'm very curious to watch the full, sorry, the real assembled for She-Hulk. I'm very curious to see how all this show got planned out, how it all got shot, especially that end, this end scene. I thought it was also clever that she, of course, she had she would have a legally blonde poster. And Aaron Rockfish, which makes sense because of her like whole. Yeah. Anyways, um, continue with your summary. <laughs> summary. Um, so obviously she goes into the writer's room and she confronts all of them and you know complains. This is how the the ending shouldn't it shouldn't end like this. There's too much going on. Which I think, as this point, as a fan, we fully agree. The fact that Todd's the bad guy, Hulk's popped out of nowhere. There's abomination. There's Titania. Like and Hulk, he's taking Hulk's blood and become a Hulk. Yeah, leading up to that, as a fan, I said I could almost say to myself, "Oh, this is a very typical uh, Marvel Disney Plus well, show." That's why this I, is when I was telling you before, I was like going to pause it before they went to that because I was like, "That was like I was like, okay, this is what they're going to do." Okay, well, I understand it. I'm going to love it, obviously, but I, uh, you know, I just need to just take a few minutes just to you know get ready for that kind of thing. Yeah, but then there's Marvel. It's like he's a left, right, good night. We're not doing that at all. And she's complaining to all the writers, um, and they told her to go see Kevin. I, I stupidly kind of got slightly spoiled myself because I had the subtitles on, and the subtitles and they had it with the, they had it with, had it with the dots, and I was like, "Why have they got it with the dots? Like it's like a machine." So I kind of spoil myself. So I did like how she was going through all Marvel. For anyone listening, obviously that is the legit. California Marvel Studios building that she's gone through and she meets Kevin, the machine. After she kicks a bunch of security guards. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, gets some, almost thrown out. 
Yeah, so mole cops too, basically. Mm-hmm. She just whoops all them. I like how no one freaks out. I think besides the riots, the cops, the security guards didn't really freak out that there's She-Hulk in the real it, world. It's normal almost. Yeah, like they were like, oh yeah, this is just a normal day. Like we took out Moon Knight the other day, and we took out Daredevil. Mm, this is Marvel. Um, the other interesting the- thing, just sorry to just kind of no, 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 like to to that kind of area of the movie. So the what was interesting about that, that which I think is underrated in in a sense, is it shows how, and the show itself has shown how self aware marvel is of all the criticisms that it receives and like you look at and and how it's being talked like it understands internet culture in a way which is unprecedented for a movie to openly admit and what i mean by that you think about intelligentsia as a whole the things that they were saying when they were all meeting together in person the comments they're making on the on the on the um board and it's it's, like tiktok it's 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 tiktok it's um you know in it's twitter it's like it's real like that's the thing i think people don't realize is they understand that it's real and this is not a you know a fictitious thing and that's also why i think it did hit a nerve for a lot of people or not a lot of people that's unfair some people because i think for some people it's how they it's them like they see themselves and they're like "Uh oh right because they're being called out on it and hmm. obviously, that's something She-Hulk's always done. So people saying, "Oh, it's not comic accurate," are complete idiots. She-Hulk was the first fourth wall breaking character. She's always done this. Um, you know, you look at you just go through She-Hulk comic covers, not even the hmm. comics themselves. Look at the covers of her early comics. This is what she does. Anyone yeah. who says not is lying to you. I know. I can't wait until if she. I hope that her and De- Deadpool have a scene that is going to be freaking hilarious. Okay, I have a question for you to kind of just. Yeah. Off that, if you were to bet on She-Hulk appearing in Daredevil, would you would you would you place money on that She-Hulk appearing in Daredevil? Yes, I I would say maybe just because I feel like the whole idea to, is right? is too juicy, is too like on the money to not do it, and that's the thing I keep thinking about Deadpool too. I'm like, who's gonna rock up? Who who's going to who's also going to be in Deadpool three? Like I would I would love to see Daredevil. I would love to see him. I would love to see Ryan Reynolds meet Tom Holland Spider Man. That's, that's the, never going to unfortunately no. I know that's a rights thing. I know I wish. But I don't uh, know if you've seen any of my stuff on um, my predictions for Daredevil, but I have I've kind of decided what I want Daredevil to be, and I will not accept anything but what I want now. So, <laughs> no, um, no, that's fine. Um, but what do you? What did you think about this scene where Kevin was explaining everything about the shows and how? Yeah, everything. My little favorite was like, "Can you? Can you please turn the camera because you cost too much and everyone's moved on to a different project?" Cue Wakanda music. So even they know that she cost a shit ton. <laughs> well, they they and they also understand the other thing they understand. People were complaining about the CGI. Like people, they aren't like. I think this is the thing. The problem is when you're the people who are making the final decision in their movies don't understand internet culture and don't understand what people are saying about your movie. It's impossible for you to ever like. They understand. We are a we are the single most um, pro, uh, we made we've made the single most money as a movie franchise 
in the history of movie franchises, mm-hmm. right? We're what we're doing is great. But the reason they're doing it is because they understand the fan culture, the good and the bad, because they're there's all we're not gonna act like it's all good, right? Like there's yeah. some pretty, pretty, pretty disgusting people out there. Uh, pretty and, t- toxic, toxic people yeah, out 100%. there. hundred percent. And I think they under the fact that they understand that fully is is remarkable and shows you the difference between them and like, you know, just throwing it out there, DC, right? DC doesn't understand what people want. There's a reason. No, they, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. They 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 made Justice League, even though nobody asked for it. They made Batman vs Superman, even though nobody asked for it. They're still going to give us a Flash movie that nobody wants. Side note: I really I love the fact that both the Flash movie and the Flash TV show both go announced in the same year. And the fact that the Flash TV show is ending before we even get the Flash movie. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I didn't even realize How that. How ridiculous is that? That's crazy. And there's, what, 10 seasons of The Flash? And all the spin-off shows as well? So, yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. So, but you're right. The thing is, Marvel knows. That's the thing. Marvel knows what the situation is. And the funny thing is, this would have been shot how long ago? So they knew the internet was going to fucking dive into this. Oh, yeah, no. And I think, like, it's, uh, I mean, again, and you look, look at the reception to Captain Marvel. I mean, it's, you're not, no one, no one, it, it was ever like, you know, has any like level brain is surprised that this was the reaction to She Hulk. Because again, Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel both had the exact same response. Mm. I don't know why those two characters just, randomly out of all the characters that marvel's ever done and black widow too um you know again don't know if there's a connection between those characters but um yeah i feel i feel like there's like a double thing on that i feel like some people hate captain marvel because it came out before black widow because people wanted a black mo- black widow movie yet we got captain marvel instead so technically oh. captain marvel was a, was an avenger before black widow but you know, yeah you know. that's yeah, that as well, and yeah, and that's another thing. I, I, the thing is, I didn't think Captain Marvel was a bad movie. I did like it. everything got introduced. I um, I'm glad they sh- gave us a movie of her before she went into Endgame. You're like, who is this superpower being that could just choke out Thanos right now? Um, am I excited for Miss Marvel too? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll still, I'll still watch it. I'm more intrigued now because of Miss Marvel and because of WandaVision. That's appeared at my height. Um, but yeah, Miss Marvel is coming out before that, though. So we're going to get the musical Captain Marvel sequel. That's yeah, what? The Which Marvels one? Is the, the Marvel oh, yeah. Sorry. Captain sorry. The Marvels. The musical? Yes. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so. And I think you're right with Miss Marvel as well. We got all the hate for that. So Marvel already knew it all happening into it. But uh, yeah, and then this is how we it's get into this. It's disappointing it's happening, but it's not surprising. Uh, no, it's because uh, there's a lot of uh, masculine men that really need to go check their daddies and uh, have really strong daddy issues. They, and again, they showed that in, in with the intelligentsia and yeah. almost perfectly. Yeah, they did. Some uh, of the things they were saying in that conversation, oh, well, uh, the best person for the job or the best superpower, whatever. Is a man. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Nepotism. Yes. 
That's correct. I love the fact that she did mention when there were t- when she's talking to Kevin, she's like, when are we getting the X-Men? I can't tell you that. <laughs> uh, it, like, you know, she's also being a fan at the same time. And I, I do love how she's like, you know, Hulk smashes, I smash. Uh, sorry, She-Hulk smashes, I smash Matt, Matt Murdock, which I wasn't expecting him to be in this either for the final. Um, I did see a meme this morning of when he pops up and she's like, oh, it's good seeing you. And then he's like, oh, it's good to see you too. Oh, and he, he's, he's blind. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm still a little bit mixed on that one personally. Oh, really? Um, I don't know if it was necessary to have him it back for this. It kind of, I think, I think he had the perfect kind of, I think this was one of those moments where Marvel kind of went outside. Like, I understand it in the context of the story, but it's like mm-hmm. he had that perfect one episode thing. Like, did we need to really bring it back? No, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I did see the thing is him sitting at the table, him smiling, especially after how Daredevil season three ended and how. He was. It's good to see his character being happy. It's good to see well, him. And it'll be interesting to see what they kind of keep because I know they're going to be very, very choosy in what they keep for Born Again. Yes. And apparently also Charlie Cox mentioned there might be flashbacks to the uh, Netflix show as a kind of like a recap kind of thing, which silly me as well as when I was looking at his new suit, I was like, oh, you just like the comics. And then I didn't realize until I saw a photo that it's the same colors of his dad's boxing outfit too, and I was like, "Ah, I'm such an idiot." That's... Well, that was what the, that was. I think that was the comics origin for his suit because that was his original comic suit. Yeah, that's it. That's based it. on that, which was yeah. yeah, that's his original one. I was like, "Ah, oh, that makes more sense now." But uh, yeah, so it was a great scene. I'm happy with the show. It was so good. I could they could have not ended it any better. Uh, and and the lights. The other thing was the light. I forgot completely forgot about that. The fact that she said the the scene is too. The, the, why are all these fights at the, in the middle of the night? Yeah, that's awesome. right. Yeah, yeah, that's Which, right. She's like, way, that's a CGI thing as well. CGI oh, as well. of course. Yeah, she's like, put that light, and I don't want abomination. Blonsky has to be normal, you know. And then we get Hulk's son uh, as well, which I'm like, cool. You have a terrible haircut. And um, I think his hair is just in like a bun or like in like a ponytail or something, so you can't see uh, long. That's yeah. what it looks like at least. Could, it doesn't well, look it, like it. We only saw him from the front. That's yeah. the, that's the thing. But I did see I did see another meme that was like everyone complaining about his haircut. Have a look who the barber was, and it's Stan Lee, <laughs> is the barber. Um, but look, uh, as you wrap up, you're happy with the happy with the She Hulk. Would you go back to it? it. Um, I think this is the only show I've watched. Uh, I watched the last two episodes multiple times. So. Oh really? Yeah. I oh well. We don't watch things multiple times. This one I watched the last two multiple times. I think a lot of people are going to watch this again and again. Um, and now this, I, was this episode in a different way though. It was not like the other ones. It was perfect in the way of it being a comedy series where it does like people are complaining and look, this is a legitimate criticism. I know people were complaining about the writing and the story not being like, you know, the most perfect thing ever. Honestly, the structure of the show itself means it doesn't have to be. 
that's kind of the whole thing. It doesn't have to be this perfect um, writing. It's supposed to be kind of dumb, 30 minutes of dumb fun that's kind of disconnected and kind of all over the place. Like, that's the divide they're going for. So, yeah. And it, and it worked. I, I agree with you. It fully worked. And now, ever since that last episode, all I've seen on, online is, oh, She-Hulk's great. It's fantastic. Oh, I, I've loved the show since day one. I'm like, bullshit. Go back to your TikToks or your Instagram, really. It's Twitter, a WandaVision like, effect. WandaVision effect. Same people said yeah. the same thing in WandaVision. Remember, I don't know if you remember, there was a hatred toward Marvel of the first three episodes. This is the most boring thing I've ever watched. They get and then episode end. four dropped. And, well, and once they get to the end, everyone's like, oh, wait, this is the best show Marvel's ever made. Well, it was the only one at that time, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's just like, oh my God. And that's the end. And I was just talking to a few mates yesterday. We did another live stream. Uh, it was Earth 894. It was two sides of the story. Um, uh, Stark Wars. Uh, we all got together. It was really good. And uh, we were all basically realized like, shit. Um, the next Marvel TV show isn't until next year. Like, we're done. January. No, well, yeah, I guess Black Panther's a few weeks and then. Yeah, just, just counting Disney Plus shows. Yeah, that's like we're. Secret we're, Wars, I guess, is the next one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but I think it's Feb or March. Feb. Or, I think it's Feb. Yeah, uh, which the trailer for that, I'm like, this again does not look like any other Marvel product we've got so far. This still looks so different to She-Hulk, still so different to Moon Knight, still so different to Miss Marvel. You know, this looks like a, such a spy thriller. Yeah, uh, it is. It's a very different kind of show, so I'm just trying to check the... Uh, no, that's all right. ...invasion date. I think, it's not I think, giving me specific... I think, it says, I think it says fall. I don't think it's a date. I think it's like early something. They keep doing early this or early that um but uh no well i'm really glad you did enjoy the show um i'm glad it's i think a lot of people have i haven't heard one criticism about i heard all criticisms before the episode did that change uh that flip but uh yeah i'm so far for me and this year would be she hulk moon knight and no, 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 no. Let me rephrase that. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel for this year in Disney Plus shows. So mine, as it stands, if we just look at the shows, um, would be, and this might change. I gotta, I gotta do some thinking on this one still. Miss hmm. Marvel or She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. Right. That's, oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. And then we put Werewolf by Night at the end if we want to do that because i just think as good as it, the problem and i hate ranking marvel so much and i'll keep saying that every time i do a marvel ranking of any sort i hate doing it they're all amazing and i want to put them all at one yeah but i can't so no. i have to choose and then people get mad when i choose and like i have like like we're by night me saying it's the fourth best disney marvel disney plus thing is someone's like, gonna attack you well and but it's like i i loved werewolf by night it just it's it's. I mean, it, they're all good. I don't know what to do. It's a struggle. I know. I. 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 I'm exactly the same. And the thing is, what's the problem with the ranking? Is it generally during the time? It's to your personal preference. I. I try and remain biased as possible, but me being an absolute fanboy, 
fanboy, it's very hard. DC, I'm critical as shit because they should have their shit together by now. Um, yeah. And they, oh, I could spend an entire episode complaining about them. Actually, oh, I, have, I, have an, I have an entire episode where I complain about them. Um, I think almost anytime I hear any news about The Flash, it's a good like 30 minute complaining about why they don't do anything they promise they're going to do. Um, no. But no, I, I agree. And I've really kind of like, I'm really trying to like develop cri- like real criteria to, to decide these, what, how to rank these movies because it bugs me so much. I think the biggest thing for me, honestly, is rewatchability and just do what, like, do I want to rewatch it? And I think that, cause I, I'm not ranking these and I never rank things based on why, what is the best movie or what is the most like technically sound or whatever because i feel like that's so arbitrary and stupid that it's like whatever what's, i always rank things based on what i like watching mm. so that's all i've that's all i've always done it and you know yeah i'm very similar i'm very similar well that's our review for she hulk and yes. look man i was <laughs> and a lot of other things and a lot of things but i want to say it's an absolute it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and thank you for having me anytime you will always have a spot here you are always most welcome to return and if you're ever looking for a guest on your show oh absolutely i'm right here absolutely we're gonna have to have you on uh, at some point um sold but we'll yeah. definitely set something up but thank you again for having me on it was so much fun to talk about she hulk and... and it's good it's good to be to know you better than just instagram yeah <laughs> i know instagram <laughs> is a little bit i don't know well Thank you very much. And look, any final words? Hulk smash, I guess. Uh, Well, guys, thank you very much, Hulk smash. And until next time, ranting. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting.